love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It is time to flush the format. We can start here. This is the Fit Show. Come on, P-1s, get ready. Flushing the format. Welcome to the weekend. It's the Fitch. Yeah. Oh, come on Friday now. Mm. Come on Friday. Yeah. Do the thing. It happens live. Well, I spent a lifetime looking for you. One of my faves. Urban Cowboy, y'all. Single bars and good time lovers were never true. Playing a fool's game, hoping to win. Telling those sweet lies and losing again. Singing, you guys. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in too many faces. Searching your eyes, looking for traces of what I'm dreaming of. Hoping to find a friend and a lover. I'll bless the day I discover. Hashtag P1D1. Kate Brown, Lauren Elena, they were in high school choir together. What if? Say what if I hurt you? What if I leave you? What if I find somebody else and I don't need you? What if this goes out? What if I mess you up? You say what if I break your heart in two? Then what? Well, I hear girl, I feel girl, but not so fast. For you make your mind up, I gotta add What if I was made for you and you were made for me? What if this is it? What if it's meant to be? What if I ain't one of them fools just playing some game? What if I just pull you close? What if I lean in and the stars line up and it's our last first kiss? What if one of these days, baby, I go. Your name. 
right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. The format has been flushed. This is The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. And now, here's and now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. I know that whatever happens in this world, people are going to say, Dad, gummit that fits. Dad, gummit. Every day. My God, he provided us with our What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Because nobody else does. I'm going to get this on some TV station here. This is going to happen. I don't care what has to happen, but it's going to. All right. All right. Folks, I'm going to take you out of a portable toilet near you. I see your hiney big and shiny. A woman and her family went to an air show last weekend that got canceled due to really, really high winds and stuff. And she was leaving. She needed to use the porta potty. But as soon as she sat down, the winds tipped over the portable oh, toilet. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, here, we're going to lose Drew. We're going to lose Drew. We are going to lose Drew. We got a gunner. Uh oh. <laughs> Drew, there goes the jaws tightening up, right? The watering, fill it. Oh, look at. We mm. might have a hurler. So, uh, Drew, imagine that if you're in there, that portable toilet spilling over, right? Door side down, and it trapped her inside. Oh! Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Right there. I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now, we found. trying to see. The whole thing just went on my back, the door facing downwards, and I'm actually sleeping on it, and I could feel all the water and everything falling ah! on me. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I was stinking like crazy. You were stinking? I was a mess. My air had some toilet paper in it. Yeah. I had... <laughs> Blue water, pee water. I saw some needles there. Oh, I had like almost two hours shower. I was in the shower for the longest time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing at But you. that's good news. After that, I went to Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But um, it sounds like she had a pretty traumatic experience. Yeah, yes, that sounds way. like a crappy situation. Yeah, very, oh. okay. <laughs> All right, and there you go, folks. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz happens live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Every single Friday, my uh, my buddy Drew and I we talk about the movies. First of all, I want to say uh, welcome in the studio right now. You know, you've probably heard her the past couple of months, but Claire from Sales has been jumping in with us, and now we have her right in front of us. So thank you, Claire, for being here. Writer the Young and our brand new assistant producer. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, I actually met Drew like about fourteen something years ago. It increases the years to get longer. Every, yeah. every year we go ahead, it goes up two years. <laughs> but I met him in a hot tub, and uh, I, I noticed I'm like this dude with a with a marine tattoo was staring at me. And I'm like, okay, what's up here? I don't know what's going on with this. But he just kept looking at me. I'm saying, what's up, man? And then we start talking about movies, and, and, I, and I, I literally said, you have got to be the movie guy on my show. So since then, he's been doing it. Now he's a real-life movie critic. He gets to see the movies before anyone else. So movie number one, Drew, a ticket or skip it. Well, this week it's one and only one. This is the new Hollywood thing. You only get one big movie a week or so. Uh, this wow. week it's a big one. It's Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Not only is the title huge, it's a huge movie because these Fast and Furious movies just keep getting bigger and crazier and more ridiculous and more over the top and, and more th- and make more money and make every single Fast and Furious movie has made more money than the one before it. Huh. That's mm-hmm. why they keep making them. They just keep growing. This is the first 
Uh, you might call it an anthology. You might call it a spinoff. This is the first time that the movies have had... Actually, it's the second time they've had nothing to do with Vin Diesel and that gang. This is all about two characters that were previously... I guess bad guys or so opponents. Like, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez and Paul Walker and all these people, they're not even brought up again? Well, they're, they're I wouldn't say they weren't brought up, but oh, they aren't okay. in the movie really as main characters. You, what you've got is Hobbs, that's The Rock's character, and you've got Shaw, that's Jason Statham's character. These guys were both bad guys. Hobbs was a bad guy because he was the, the federal agent chasing him down, and Shaw's a bad guy because he's a bad guy. So is this like if Disney made Gaston and LeFou their own movie? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes, if Gaston and LeFou flew trucks from one building to another, because okay. that's what happens. That's the kind of stuff going on here. It's nuts. It's, there's so much like bravado, muscle man stuff, but it's what you go for. This is a summer movie. You want to go see ridiculous explosions and cars action and cars flying, flying okay. doing impossible <laughs> physics-defying stuff. Yes. Uh, name of this movie? Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Ticket or skip it? Definite ticket. All right. Now, obviously, because there's only one movie coming out this weekend, will you give us something to binge watch this weekend? Something that we could Netflix and chill it if we have to this weekend? I will. I just started this myself. It's the show called The Boys. Yeah. It is a superhero program. Ryder knows what I'm talking about. Actually, Ryder turned me on to it. Tell me about it, Ryder. It's actually, so it's uh, written by a comic book writer named Garth Ennis, and it takes place in a world where basically superheroes are like the Kardashians. (gasps) Yes, that's good. They can get away with anything. They can cause accidents and not get blamed for it. But there's a group of people who decided enough is enough, and they're going after all of them. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, every single Friday, we talk about the movies with Drew. You can find them on Instagram at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Right now, every member of the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It is Choose Your News. And, and since we get to pick our own story, I'd like to talk about what this week has meant to me. Hey, turn off the car radio. What are you doing? It's Shark Week. Oh, it's Shark Week? Oh, right. That's this weekend. Sharks don't even observe Shark Week, but we do. This is a big week for me. So, here- yeah, so anyway, it's a big week. I just want to <laughs> say thank you, Sharks, for this week that you've given us. Um, You know, it's... There's a reason all these sharks are, are straight up going crazy and, and going up to, like, you know, Massachusetts and, and biting people because they're hungry. Yeah. And sharks are beautiful and, and they're important to the world. So shout out to sharks. That's all. That's that, I wanted to use that for my Choose Your News today. How much time, in your estimation, yeah. did you spend watching shark-related programming this week? I probably drew, thank you for asking, three hours, 20 minutes total? Nice. With the family? That's shark week? I shark weeked it up. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's good for the kids. It's educational. Right. I had on my shark necklace. There you go. You did. I saw that. <laughs> I actually wore it most of the week. Yeah, I did. did. Uh, all right. Hey, Drew, choose your news. Well, in some news that almost nobody was asking for, Burger King announced that beginning next week, they will have the Impossible Whopper available nationwide. What's an Impossible Whopper? What makes it impossible? It's yeah. meatless. 
The Impossible <sighs> Whopper is based around the Impossible soy-based burger from Impossible Foods. It will be available for a limited time at all 7,000 Burger Kings starting next week. So if you want to know what a meatless Whopper <laughs> tastes like, here's your opportunity. Wow. Actually, I'm, people are I'm raving about that. the Impossible Burger. Is it like a veggie? Is there yeah, anything it, in it? No, it's soy-based, but people are saying that this is the one that they've cracked the code. I've heard about the Impossible Burgers. People are saying it tastes just like beef. I might it, try it. And it's actually healthy. Well, it's soy, so uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's healthier or what. Oh. It's just meatless. It's yeah. a, oh, so so right. you can take your vegetarian friends? True to story. Burger. I had a cousin. Uh, what's up, Henry? Lives in North <laughs> Texas. He got boobs from eating soy, and he kept them. <laughs> <laughs> I said, dude, I'm jealous. I'd be sitting at home all day if I were you. <laughs> just Is he still in the himself. bathroom looking in the mirror? Oh, no. All right. Hey, Claire, what about you? Choose your news. <laughs> The Woodstock 50 Festival has officially been canceled. <gasps> this what? Thing, I know. This thing was plagued from the start. When it began, it had this great idea. It's going to be the 50th anniversary of the greatest music festival. We're going to hold it in the same place it was with all the mud and the dirt, only it's going to be 2019. And Jay-Z is going to be there and Robert Plant, original Woodstockers like Santana and David Crosby. But one by one, they all bailed as problems continued. They had to change the location. Then a bunch of the money pulled out. Then they couldn't get insurance. Plus all these huge, massive... It can only mean, like, trouble, right? Yeah, I, I don't mean, understand. Yeah. Exactly. It was definitely trouble. Because, look, they do Coachella. is even way bigger than this. If they could pull off Coachella and Lollapalooza and all of these other things, how can they not pull off Woodstock 50? So I yeah. call Shady on... This whole thing. I'm also glad that it's like with Woodstock, maybe it's one of those things that we shouldn't really touch because it's so iconic, right? right? Yeah. It's so spe- It was so special during the time. Let's let it keep that powerful identity right. and let's not try to outdo Woodstock. Totally. Yeah. Meanwhile, all the artists that have already been paid get to keep their money. Wow. But the organizers are suggesting that maybe they each donate 10% to charity. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how many of them do that. Right or the young and choose your news. All right. <laughs> the, the headline is, I may have made a mistake. Woman suspects a porch pirate stole packages containing what? I'm going to say containing little lizards. Mm, all right, Drew. Uh, stool samples. Claire? I'm going to keep saying spiders till I'm oh, right on one of these. Only Drew stole samples. <laughs> I'll never forget when I went to Drew's house and walked up on his porch and he had those things sitting out for the little medic thing to come pick up. <laughs> Scarred me for life. Well, anyway, he did not st- I told you not to open it. He did not steal uh, stool samples. Surprisingly enough, Claire was right. He Spiders? stole nine tarantulas. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. No. With no idea what was in the package. And she said, yes, these were over $1,000 worth of spiders. And there's no way he could have known because it's one of those boxes that had little tiny holes in it. And it came yeah. in an Amazon package. Is there anyone listening who has, like, little tarantulas uh, as pets? I'd love to hear from I-, I hear that little tarantulas are actually great pets. They're trainable, no apparently. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So there's a lot. All right. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. If you are single, and if you want to up your chances in the dating scene, I'm gonna. I feel like I. Uh, it's my responsibility to give you some science right now. It must be science, because maybe, maybe that maybe you really can apply science to everything, right? Drew, how's that coffee over there? Wonderful. Science. It must be science. A first date at Starbucks. Would be a brilliant idea, according to science. Getting coffee together can oh. make someone fall in love with you. I repeat, getting coffee together can make someone fall in love with you. A study at Yale found 
that when people hold a warm drink, they're more likely to say uh, the person they're talking to has a very, very warm personality. Claire, you're holding your warm drink. When you look at me, how do you feel? Just thinking about how warm your personality (laughs) is. Thank you. Now, Claire, hold that coffee with both hands. All right. And and do that. And look at me now. Yeah. Oh, Ryder, you have a great personality. (laughs) Thank you. Wait a second. That's good. What about this? A study at the University of Michigan found women are more likely to want a long-term relationship if a guy has a dog. Oh. Absolutely. They're I in it for that. the dog. Right. It shows commitment. It shows love. I can respect that. I'm the same way with Emily. She has an amazing dog. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there, yeah. There's also something about just anyone, man, woman, walking into a, a dog park. Mm-hmm. You have that animal with you. It's science that it automatically attracts people right. to you. Usually women in yoga pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done deal. That's, yeah. Um, learn an instrument. If you want somebody to fall in love with you, learn an instrument. And it might not even matter if you're any good. A study in France found women were more likely to give a guy their number if he was just holding a guitar case. <laughs> really? Like yeah. an empty guitar case? Empty guitar case. What if, you go, what if you go to the dog park with a dog and an empty guitar yeah, case? Yeah, what if your oh, dog you, carrier with coffee. is a guitar case? Oh, my gosh. What if, <laughs> what if you go to the... Well, yeah. You what if you go to the dog park <laughs> with coffee, with your dog, and your empty guitar case? You get cast by The Bachelor. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. That is right. You know it is Friday. We're getting ready for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And Claire, what's it looking like today? Lori Laughlin's daughters have been kicked out of the house. <laughs> for what? <laughs> what did they do wrong? Oh, they're not exactly homeless. I'll let you know. All right. Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. The crash of a U.S. Navy fighter jet and a search and rescue effort underway for the pilot. Dramatic. Wow. Yeah, this was this is awful. We I like to report on these because I like to highlight the danger that exists in military service. Even when you're not, you know, overseas downrange of the enemy. Uh, these are training flights. This happened in the Mojave Desert, uh, actually north of China Lake. It actually happened in the Death Valley National Park, which is unusual also because normally military flights aren't allowed over national parks, but an exception is made in this one area. It's known as Star Wars Canyon because it looks like Star Wars, and people like to watch the planes fly through the canyons. So This was an F-A-18 uh, two-plane oh, no. two fly uh, a flight, and they were going through the canyons and one of them is crashed. that where something happened? Right? Yeah, oh, um, no. And Man. That's always seven petrifying. people were like, injured never... on the ground who were spectating, who were watching this. They were they were injured by shrapnel and debris. They got minor burns and, and abrasions. Uh, none of them were were critically injured. But this is just really tragic. One guy who was on the scene said he he drove to where the plane had crashed to see if he could see any wreckage. Right. He said he didn't see anything larger than a dinner plate, which means this thing went mm. in hard. Yeah, was it? You said it was training. Yeah, was it a eighteen mm. training flight? Mm. All right, there you go. The Friday. Reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Lori 
Lori Laughlin's college admission scandals is really having a fallout on her kids. Olivia Jade and Isabella have been kicked out of their sorority. Oh, oh yes. no. Word is that Kappa Kappa Gamma is trying to distance themselves from the situation of the college admission scandal. Fun fact, my sister's a Kappa. Her official word on the subject, as long as they don't kick out Meghan Markle, I don't care. Uh, meanwhile, Olivia has lost <laughs> a bunch of her influencer endorsement deals. But friends say Bella is the one who's actually suffering more emotionally. I can't believe that sorority actually gave up those monthly friendship fees. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what they call it? Friendship (laughs) fee. Yeah, exactly. Oh, those poor girls. Now they just have to fall back on their millions of dollars. A former Scientologist claims that Tom Cruise has no relationship with his daughter, Suri, because the church forbids it. Suri's 13 now. She left Scientology when her mom, Katie Holmes, divorced Tom six years ago. And word is that because of official church policy, He's not allowed to have a relationship with a daughter. The church says that's not true. He can do whatever he wants. But when was the last time you saw them photographed together? That is true. I was having a conversation with Bethany, the mouth from the South, the other day about this. And she said he straight up hasn't seen his that little girl nope. in years. No. Mm-hmm. And when he does, you know, he's obviously he's been promoting Top Gun 2 and stuff like that. Everybody in, in the interviews, they are forbidden to even think about bringing his nope. daughter up. And I'm like, my God, this is your flesh and blood. Yeah. I just don't get it. He put his uh, faith first. What do we know for sure? What if he's just really private? What if he does see her but just doesn't go out in public? I've heard he, I mean. There is no There's a reason he's told like during these interviews. Yeah. All these interviews are told, do not even think about bringing that up. Yeah, he has a long list of uh, do not pass lines. Yes. uh, Yes. For interviews. I've heard there's a big list you get of subjects you can talk about and here's what you cannot talk about. Right. Well, here's something that let, someone who lets it all hang out all the time. Our buddy Luke Bryan and his wife, Caroline, uh, did a little vacation in the Bahamas. They went to a place called Pig Beach where you can actually swim with the pigs. They put up some videos, and I, we have a little bit of the Before we get there, version. Since, it is, <laughs> since it is Shark Week, yes, <laughs> this petrifies me that I'm about to play this clip because I just read a news story about people that were also in the Bahamas swimming with pigs when the uh-huh. massive shark came <gasps> up because... The pigs are food to them. Sure. Oh, like the yeah. And straight up got like, part, a couple of family members because they were also swimming with pigs. So you're saying that Luke Bryan could have lost his billion-dollar booty to a shark? That's a possibility, Claire. <laughs> Let's see. But you might say maybe there's a lot of people that love to take a bite out of that thing. Yeah, well, that that's true. Okay. What? We're swimming with the pigs. It's terrible. That's sweet. You need to get your back feet working. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we just waited 10 minutes for that for that audio. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It sounded a little like deliverance at the beginning there. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I got the heebie-jeebies. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz file. Fitz happens. Live. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Fitz happens on a Friday, especially. There's Drew. Uh, Claire is here. We just pulled uh, Claire from the sales department, and she's awesome. And she is sitting right in front of us. There's Ryder the Youngin'. That's what he is, man. He's Ryder the Youngin'. (laughs) (laughs) Say no more. (laughs) We were just having a conversation off the air, and I mean, might as well just bring it out right now. Drew... You know, I've known Drew's one of my best friends in the world, and he's, you know, he's he even screams at me sometimes when the mics are off. He's he's our overall, he's our room manager. Yeah, he's got to do it. He's the uh, the hall monitor. Mm-hmm. It's part parent, it's part hall monitor, right. it's part vice principal. 
And so Drew says, he goes, yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, as I witnessed the, the behavior of your children, Fitz, he's like, I really think that you need to spank your kids. Wow. Not daily, but when it's called for. Yeah. And I'm like, well, hold up, Drew. I said, first of all, you're not a daddy. And I said, secondly, I don't think that it's anyone else's place to tell another parent that they need to spank their kids, especially if they don't got any babies. Well, mm-hmm. I think, you know I mean? uh, yes, but uh, I think when it comes to parenting, A, we are all raised a different way. Obviously, parenting has changed, right? My da- th- and I think th- we're all better off right. for the parenting style that most of us got. I will say that, and I'll say it on the radio now, my dad would, would be proud to to admit it. I mean, I would get clocked in the back of my head by my dad and his ring finger um, once, twice a week, at least when I was acting up. And it was mm-hmm. a, bam, pay attention, boy. That hurts. <laughs> and that's exi- little, huh? Getting that little knot. Oh, my, heck, oh, yes, yeah. it hurt. Heck, yes, it hurt. Mm-hmm. But I mean, can you imagine if somebody like saw my dad popping, you know, me on the back of the head today? That's you know, that's an instant call. Oh, CPS! Or yeah. right. can you imagine? See, By the way, I'd love to hear from you. Do you spank your kids, or, or, or do you not believe in it? We'd love to hear from you. When I think to my childhood, yes, my parents spanked, but almost never because yeah. once it happens, once they get mad enough or you act up enough, they spank you. From that point forward, the threat is usually enough, and you start to realize where their breaking point is and when they're getting – you might even push it close to that breaking point, but then you always backed off. Depends on the sting. Mm-hmm. Depends on – when I would get a lick, oh, it would sting and sometimes whelp when I got the belt. Yeah. But now when I mention that or say, yeah, my dad you know, whipped me in, my principals, I used to get licks in high school. I volunteered to get licks instead of detention hall. Wow. Complete licks all f- for all of junior high and high school. We got the board straight oh. up with the hole in it. In high school? In you high got school. Hit? Oh my gosh. Wow. Did I ever tell you? Should I tell him the John Wayne? Yeah, t- <gasps> do it. Uh, senior year, we did something and I, I did something inappropriate uh, in homemaking. And the guy's like, okay, uh, his name is Mr. Parrish. He said, you could do two days in school suspensions or you, know, you could go ahead and do four licks right now. This is just one example. And every time I would go in and get licks, he'd say, all right, Fitz. Go ahead and look at the wall. Look at the and there was a John Wayne picture hanging on the wall, and he's like, "All right, tell me if he winks at you." Boom! <laughs> that line. And and, and my mom and dad encouraged you know Mr. Parrish that and told him they they can get me out of class anytime they want and whip my butt. That was just a given in Bowie High School in Bowie, Texas, and I graduated '96. But I tell people that story now, they're like, "You have got to be kidding." It was just the norm. Yeah. Everybody got licks, especially if you didn't want to get go to D-Hall. Yeah. Take, uh, imagine know. if criminals today were given the option yeah. like, hey, you got to weaken the can or right. let this guy beat up on you for 30 seconds. Yeah. How many would take the beat? All right. Oh, look at this. We, we have a, a bunch of people wanting to chime in on this about spanking your kids or your people who don't believe in spanking. More in minutes. Fits happen. Fits happens live. Real funny. Touch my radio, no. The Fit Show. All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Send us a selfie right now with the expression. Should you spank your kids or, or are you against spanking? <laughs> we, want, we want to see what you believe based off of your expression and your selfie. <laughs> Facebook.com slash follow fits. If you're just tuning in. Uh, there's my buddy Drew. Claire is here. Claire is uh, is on the show now. We just took her from the sales department, and we were having so much fun. Right over there is Ryder the Youngin. It was just minutes ago that Drew said to me that I should spank my kids more, and I was 
very offended by that, considering well, I've known Drew for, for years now, and it's very offended that he doesn't even have any babies, and he's sitting there telling me that I need to spank my kids, so that hurt my feelings. But then we just had a huge debate about spanking. And spanking always comes up on a show a couple times a year, it seems like. Yeah. It's just something we all... We could all relate to it in one way or another, whether sure. we got spanked or we didn't get spanked. But do you spank your kids, uh, or do you not believe in it? I'm going to go to Carol. Carol, your thoughts? I only spanked my son when he would run out on the road, and I warned him first. Okay. So uh, when it comes to like life and death situations? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. Casey, what say you? These tiny humans that we create depend on us for safety and for protection, and by hitting them, you're proving to them that hitting somebody when they do something you don't like is okay. Here's why I don't really agree with that. Recently, my wife, Bethany the Mouth from the South, showed me this video of this mama bear and her cubs. The little cubs were acting up. Mama bear rears back, gets her big old grizzly paw. Boom! Knocks this little cub bear like I'm talking 20-something feet. But it showed me, wow, sometimes the mama bear has got to turn into the mama bear. I think the Mm -hmm. purpose of that, (laughs) and and goes back to what the first caller said, which is if you have a message that's extremely important and needs to be implanted quickly and solidly, sometimes that little smack, that swat, that spank, it helps get that message across in a way they won't forget. Now, you don't do it because you're angry or you're frustrated or you're upset, but if it's like... Hey, you, you grabbed teach that a hot lesson. thing or you ran in the traffic just like the mama bear. Right. But the point is to instill some sort of discipline and get a message across. And I was thinking about, Fitz, you were talking about in high school, you had a choice between getting licks right. or going to detention. Yeah. And I found that baffling because for a 16-year-old, I would much rather put up with two minutes of pain and get my hour back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Losing the yeah. hour was the real punishment. So how stupid are those teachers that they don't get that? So you're yeah, saying essentially yeah. they were just giving us the students exactly what they wanted. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because nobody so, in high school wants right. to go to D Hall. No. So no. I think uh, it. it depends on your kid and what they will respond to. What is punishment? This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you right now to uh, Ritzville. Washington. That's Eastern Washington. It's 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 one of the greatest places to get a, a speeding ticket in the state of Washington. <laughs> Great for who? Nice to know. <laughs> but there's a 64 year old wheat farmer uh, there. His name is Larry Yoki. He's been battling stage four melanoma, and uh, he's in pretty rough shape. The cancer spread to his bones and weakened them, so he ended up with a broken hip and cracked ribs, and he had no way to harvest his crops this year. But a bunch of people on neighboring farms found out about it a couple of months ago and started planning for him. And just days ago, just last Sunday, around 60 farmers showed up with combines and other equipment, and they harvested his entire 1,200-acre field in one day. Wow. They did three weeks of work in about six hours, and Larry was totally blown away by the huge show of support. Obviously, it's it's a big deal for him financially, so all that stress is gone. It's sad that anyone who's even going through cancer has to even worry about money. That's the last thing while you're going through cancer or treating your cancer is to have to worry about money. Ugh. Anyway. This has given him a huge opportunity to focus on his treatments and, and, and get better. He told reporters he can't even describe how thankful he is. I wasn't hesitated a bit. We're going to get it done today one way or the other. My daughter and their daughter, they grew up together, so I'm just glad to be here and help where I can and 
where I'm needed. It's just awe-inspiring to see how fast these fields are evaporating. Oh, just, just gratitude. It's not describable, the gratitude I have for what's going on in there. Makes me think of that song. Tracy Lawrence. Find out who your friends are. Done and done and do everything. Boy, you know real quick in those situations, who's going to show up? Yeah. Who's going to be there and, and help you out either way? And I wonder if those farmers, when they stood up and told them they were going to do all this for them, I wonder if they said, we are farmers. I'm sure that's exactly what There's no word yet on that. Are you sure you guys can do this? Of course we can, because we are farmers. 1,200 acres. We can get it done in a day. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. F-I-T with a Z. Fitz happens. Live. I'm, I'm always very, very honored to, to have these couples who come on the show. They willingly come on because they, they, they really value your opinion. Um, Aaron is on. He sent me a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Aaron, what's up, my friend? Hey, how's it going, man? Thank you so much for uh, corresponding with me the past couple of days on, on my Facebook page. I'm uh, When I saw your particular issue in your relationship, it definitely grabbed my attention. This is a unique issue because it has to do with food. Is that right, Aaron? Yeah, that's correct. And and first, again, thanks for having me. Um, uh, absolutely. What's What seems to be going on with your girlfriend, Megan? All right. I mean, look, I respect people's lifestyles, right? But lately, Megan has just been gung-ho with this whole vegan thing. And when I say gung-ho, I mean, like, rigid. Like, I mean, we, we've been dating for a while now, and... Look, I, I love her, but every now and then, you know, I like to open up a pack of beef jerky or have a pepperoni <laughs> pizza or something, you know, and she is just like, no, like, we'll, we'll not go for it. And, and the thing is, too, like, this, this wasn't just some self-realization that she had, you know, an epiphany that she woke up with. You know, it's just some, some co-worker told her about it, so oh, she got hooked. That's where it starts. Kind of that's where it, it begins. Let me guess, they put her in front of one of those documentaries, right? Probably something like that. You know how they brainwash them. <laughs> now, are you saying that Megan's not even letting you live your own lifestyle while she's trying to change hers? I mean, yeah. Like, look, she's free to believe whatever she wants. But look, I, I enjoy meat. I enjoy cheese. It's in everything. And I mean, Jesus Christ, have you had any of that vegan mac and cheese? You know, you know what sawdust tastes like? <laughs> I do. It's, it's awful. They it, always claim it's know? as good as the real thing. Right. It's not. Or like those incredible meat burgers. It's like, it's yeah. not meat, yeah. people. And Aaron, I don't know what they put in it. And your girlfriend didn't used to be like this. What was she like before? What did you guys used to do? I mean, you know, we used to eat everything together. You know, she liked, she used to like charcuterie, you know, nice, nice roast beef sandwich, seafood. You okay. know, the, the work. We're getting a lot of people texting right now. A lot of people are saying this is never going to work. But let's <laughs> uh, make up or break up. On the way, uh, we're going to be chatting with Aaron's girlfriend, Megan. She's been on hold. She's been hearing all this, and she wants to tell her side of the story. That is next with Make Up or Break Up. This is The Fit Show. It happens live. And welcome back to the show right in the middle of makeup or breakup. If you're just tuning in, I've been corresponding with Aaron uh, for a couple of days recently. I think we're buddies now, Aaron. But Aaron was telling me uh, about his girlfriend, Megan, 
and Megan is vegan. And Aaron, kind of sum up, uh, you know, where the relationship has kind of gone sour the past few months. Do you feel like she's forcing her vegan lifestyle on you? Yeah, 100%. I mean, look, we were totally happy. No diet restrictions whatsoever. I'm a big meat lover. I mean, not more than the average guy, but, you know, I like meat. Then, all of a sudden, someone gets in her ear about, I don't know, the environment, this, you know. <laughs> you know. I feel you. I mean, okay, great. I feel look, you. Look, you know, I, I care about these these issues, but every now and then, I like a good hero sandwich. I mean, is that, is that too much to ask? <laughs> Again, I want to say that this couple has voluntarily came on the show because they want your help. Megan, how are you? Welcome. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, is this true, kind of what we're hearing? I mean, he really feels that you are throwing this whole vegan thing on him, that you're not the same person anymore, that your relationship is not the same since you have started this thing. Well, of course I'm not the same person because, you know, what? and I just have to say, you know, I'm kind of really hurt by his whole attitude towards this because, you know, this is a life change that I've made that has made such a difference in my life. You know, I, I have never felt better than after the past three months. And the thing is, he just keeps blowing it up. I mean, you know, when we moved in together, I, I was a heavy smoker. I gave up smoking for him because that was a deal breaker for us moving in. Oh. And now that I've made this other change for my health and I feel amazing and I, I've, I've noticed a difference in my in the, what I spend on food. I mean, you know, I will try to talk about how wonderful this has made my life. And he just laughs it off. He just gets annoyed every time I try to bring it up. He can't even try anything for like a week, despite the fact that it is like completely life-changing for me. And I'm trying to think about our future together, you know? So, Aaron, you know, she gave up smoking for you, but but you're not willing to maybe change your diet and lifestyle for her. You mentioned something, Aaron, in your message to me on Facebook. What what about appearance? You said appearance changed. Your appearance, or you said Megan's appearance has changed. How, how's that? Uh, that would be Megan's appearance. Um, and actually, if you don't mind, just really quickly, I want to address that first issue. Um, look, you don't get secondhand cholesterol if you <laughs> burger. All right. But but anyway, enough about me. I mean, Megan's completely changed, too. I mean, look, I fell in love with her because she's, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman with a gorgeous, voluptuous body. And, you know, look, I respect her freedom of choice, but she's she's completely changed physically. You know, I mean, she before she looked like she was in really good shape. You know, nice and voluptuous. Now she's just like, you know, if a, a breeze picks up too hard, she's going to go flying off like one of those, those Japanese kites or something, you know? <laughs> oh, dude. All right, so uh, hang on one second, if you don't mind. Uh, I'm going to put you guys on hold one second, and we're going to pass the phone number to uh, our, our show therapist that we use for makeup or breakup. And I do want to say, again, thank you guys so much for coming on the show and sharing this. It takes a lot to share your lives. And the text messages are coming in, and our phone lines are, are, are lit up. So turn up the radio, and hopefully we'll help you out a little bit, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Megan. Yeah, sure. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fits happens live. The Fit Show. Makeup 
or breakup? Andrew, make up or break up? What say you? Uh, I think they should definitely break up. Um, I think that vegans are some of the biggest hypocrites that there are, personally, because in all reality, vegans kill more animals than any meat eater ever could. Uh, when it's all the tofu crops that get planted, every every single animal that lives out in those fields has to die in order for the tofu to be planted that they have to consume. So every mole, every squirrel, every anything that lives out there. So if you're going to be a real vegan, you better plant your own food, grow your own stuff. Otherwise, just keep eating meat because you're mean. You're just you're killing everything anyway. And no pesticides. So he needs to find himself a nice lady that he can enjoy a steak with, and he needs to uh, reevaluate. <laughs> he needs to reevaluate her situation there. Is that what it comes down to at the end of the day? Does a man want want someone? Who, who we could sit down and have a good burger with, man. There's actually <laughs> yeah. some of the some of these messages coming in are pretty pretty good perspective. Uh, this one says, if she just came home one day and decided this was for both of them, that's wrong. She could have asked him and and determined if he was up for it from the start. Uh, she can't hold him accountable for her choice to change. Right. It's like you can't demand someone to to believe and participate in the same things that you do. We mm-hmm. we all believe in different things for certain reasons and. And we believe certain things based off of our own experiences. Right. Right? So you can't be mad at someone for someone's individual experience, but you also can't demand them to... to Conform to your lifestyle. We're getting a lot of those that that it's not so much about that she's a vegan, but her attitude. This one says they need to break up. This will never work. She is using the vegan thing like a religion, and she has a really bleepity bleep bleep attitude. Is she out of her vegan mind? Yeah. <laughs> now, this one says break up and go out for pizza to celebrate. Nobody needs that kind of negativity in their life. Hashtag cheese is everything. That's right. All right. Uh, let's say hello to... Hi, Jim. What's up? Hey, so I texted in because I have been married to a hunter for seven years. We've been together, and I am a vegetarian, and we just live our own life. And I have to say, I can make a mean steak for him any day of the week. Hey, girl! Are you ever tempted to have a big bite of that steak, or no? You just like it separate? Never. Tell me your mouth doesn't water. What'd you say? No, it's not that's just the vegetarian in me. I just I'm not interested in meat, but we don't bother each other. We go out to eat. I order my thing, he orders his thing, and we call it good. I mean, I have two freezers full of meat in my garage, so if I wanted meat, I could get it. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be another reason to keep him around. Yeah. What, what's going on? <laughs> All right. You mean because he's a hunter? <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Dramatic moments. A small tour boat in the Galapagos Islands catches fire, forcing passengers to make a choice in the dark of night. I didn't know if I was supposed to stay on a burning boat or dump in the water with sharks. Massive. Ex- oh my gosh, not during Shark Week. This did not happen, man. Right, can you believe it? Now, the reason that we have so much info on this story is it just so happens that ABC7, which is a uh, an ABC7 news producer, was on the boat. That's from Los Angeles, and she got a bunch of footage of it and, and interviewed all these people. There were a lot of Americans on the boat. Uh, so listen so to that So let me ask choice. you guys, what do you do in that situation? Boats on fire, right? Mm-hmm. Or... Do you jump in the water knowing there are sharks just all over the place? 
you got to get in the water because you're not going to survive very long on a boat that's on fire. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I'm hoping that the sharks are like, oh, that boat's on fire. I'm going to go the other way. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. it got worse because uh, at least one of the life rafts didn't inflate. Oh. When they put oh, it in no. the water, I guess it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't working. So they say some of the people started swimming for a nearby island, but they, they knew there were a lot of sharks in the water because part of this expedition was looking at all the sharks in the water. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No. Now, there's no, you don't know for sure that these are going to be man-eating sharks or that, that kind of aggressive sharks because there are some species out there that aren't very aggressive. But in this case, we do know that nobody was eaten by sharks. That is great news. Yes. And, and also in that situation, you know, you could always rely on what, what you learn from the survivor handbook. You guys remember the survivor handbook? Uh, all different sorts of scenarios and how to survive, mm-hmm. like how to survive falling off a cliff and how to survive, you know, an elevator dropping 100 floors and how to survive, you know, with sharks. And how what do you do? How people actually remember that stuff in oh, the, I do. Everything. the moment? I remember how to survive all those scenarios. Do you? Couldn't tell you I could do it, but I... That's good, because there's a shark right behind you right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do if a shark's in front of you? You're supposed to what? Punch him in the nose? I think punch him in the nose. How do you do that underwater? It's so hard. You punch so it in the eye. Or yeah. is it the eye? It's the eye. Well, so there you go, folks. <laughs> We're so glad everybody's okay. You get the Friday reality check. It happens live. Straight out of country. I don't know what's going on with sharks today, but uh, we're about to go straight out of country. And as we're doing as we're doing that, just know it is still Shark Week. So that's crazy. We just talked about that boat. Where was that boat? That- uh, the Galapagos Islands. Yeah. So this boat caught fire, and people were, were forced with the decision of whether to stay on that boat that's on fire or, or jump in shark-infested waters. And then we hear about this from a huge famous country star, Mr. American Idol, Luke Bryan. He and his wife recently went to the Bahamas. I, I, I think they just purchased like an island next to Tim McGraw. I think that's what's really going on. But they were swimming with pigs. And apparently in the Bahamas, swimming with pigs is a thing. Well, I can tell you from Instagram that this is the hot current Instagram trend. All the Instagram models go down and get their pictures with the pigs on the beach. So these pigs just wade right into the water and swim. Well, speaking of Shark Week... It was just a couple of weeks ago that there was another crazy shark attacks with people in the Bahamas who were swimming with what? Pigs. Why is that? Because pigs are shark bait, and sharks love these pigs. So when I hear about Luke Bryan swimming, what? Yeah. You just automatically seems kind expect, of foolish. Well, you expect the worst. Did you know your what? insurance cover that? No, not you know, that. You know what's funny? Back in February, there was models out there getting pictures, and one of the pigs bit one of the models. Jeez, you're not safe on land or in no, the water. Oh my God. He'll get you in the water or on Can't land. trust the pigs now. <laughs> Can't even swim with pigs anymore. Anyway, here's Luke Bryan, exclusive swimming with pigs audio. We're swimming with the pigs. It's terrible. That's sweet. You need to get your back feet working. <laughs> yes, folks, one more time. What? We're swimming with the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's singing voice. Wow. <laughs> hey, I found some pretty cool uh, audio. You guys remember Joe Diffie? Yeah. yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie's brand new song is called As Long As There's a Bar. It's going to be on his next album. No word on the release date, but I just wanted to share this audio uh, with you. Tell me what you think. There's a waitress walking around selling jello shots and a fist fight happening in the parking lot. As long as there's a bar, you got a home away from home. Joe 
Diffie. I'm calling ripoff. Toby Keith already did this. It's called I Love This Bar. Oh. I love this bar. It's right. my kind of place. I mean, well, and on. and you've got the new song by uh, Garth and Blake, Dive Bar. Dive Bar, oh, right. Man. They just beat him out. Thing. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking? Straight up lawsuit going on now. Oh, it's about to get dirty. Yeah. He's about to get Katy Perry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we just took you straight out of country. It happens live. No This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly serve my country with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. And when writing these troop salutes, you know, uh, we're piecing together a lot of information provided by by listeners to honor their friend or loved one, and I try to tell a story when I can. And sometimes we get a name and a branch of service, a nice request, and and not much more. Other times I get a small book about the accomplishments and, and stories of a troop. Either way, I try to tell the best story I can. And today's troop salute request was such a touching honor that I'm just including it mostly untouched because I couldn't possibly match the emotions of this daughter's letter about her daddy. And today we salute Sergeant Douglas Booker, Sr. of the United States Army. Sergeant Booker served two terms in Vietnam. He was known by all who loved him as Pat. He was married to my mom for 46 years. My brother, my sister, and I all knew that he'd gone through so much in the war. But growing up, we didn't hear much about the things he saw. As we got older, he started opening up to us about some of the horrors that he'd had to face there. But he never wanted to burden us with it. After the Army, he had a few different jobs, finally finding a career on a floating fish processor in the Bering Sea. My dad was the kind of guy that could get anything you put in front of him running, from a weed eater to a car. He was also a volunteer firefighter and ambulance driver for 25 years. When he wasn't out at sea, he kept busy by just being a hero to so many at home. As one of the best ambulance drivers his lifelong hometown of uh, Darien, Washington had ever seen. Dad was the kind of guy that would help anyone out and would give them the shirt off his back. He'd make friends with older lonely folks in town and made his rounds every morning for coffee, checking on each of them. And during the summer of 2017, we found out that he had cancer from the Agent Orange he was in contact with in Vietnam. He turned 70 that August, and my daddy fought with everything he had. Some could say fighting the hardest battle of his life. And after a long fight, he appeared to go into remission, but a month later, his exhausted body was riddled with cancer again. And my dad lost his final battle on August 4th, 2018, with his entire family by his side. And he was an amazing man. With the biggest heart ever. Even after what he went through in war, the things he saw and had to do, he didn't let it change his heart. That's why today we salute Sergeant Douglas Booker, Sr. of the United States Army. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. The Fit Show. And now, and now, it's, my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. 
My assistant producer, Shade, in the other room. Shade, uh, the man in the box. Hey, Shade. Is he on the phone? Shade? Oh, he's on the phone. Yeah. Hey, Shade. Good morning. Can you hear me? <laughs> Shade, can you hear us? Uh, yeah, when I listen. <laughs> oh. Whoosh! <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show today, Shade. It means a lot. Hey, I was just wanting some Lion King for this. Could you pull up some Lion King for me? Thank you, my friend. Sure. All right. Folks, I begin now with a story out of Africa. I miss the rains down in Africa. This is titled, Are You Trunk Enough? (laughs) An angry elephant attacked a tour bus in Africa. Wow. And you know, you you wonder, why would they be attacking a bus? I don't know, maybe because people are driving around staring, looking at them. People are sneaking on the land and shooting them as they're sitting there eating. In big fenced areas, anyway. Look, if a bus drove through your living room, wouldn't you be upset? Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I would. Throwing the remote at it. Yeah. <laughs> so the elephant used its trunk and tusks to hit it several times as the bus uh, was, you know, just trying to, to get away. Whoa! Oh, that just makes me sad almost, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm Team Elephant, I think. Yeah, I'm Team Elephant, too. I bet that's terrifying. Exactly. That elephant's probably bigger than the bus, probably outweighs the bus. Yeah. 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 His tusks are feet long or more. Well, it just sees it as an enemy coming near its territory, and it's got family there. It's going to protect it. I know people who've been on those safaris, and those guys who drive those buses, they don't go anywhere near those places. So I'm wondering if this driver was somewhere where he should not have been. Probably. Uh. That's or like I'm the thinking. folks who go on the safaris are like, yeah, I'm going to go, you know, Africa and really, yeah. I, I, want to, I want to really find out what the land is like. And then you look on their Instagram and they're staying at this five-star resort with, right. A, right. with electric fences around it and pools and hot yeah, tubs. Right. Like, yeah, you're not experiencing Africa. You're experiencing Beverly Hills. But in the mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they do have big mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh but it was gosh. hot. It was not a humid hot. It, it was, was very hot. dry hot. I mean, they don't have, you know, Long Island iced teas there like they do back in the States. I mean, they Actually, have them. They just call them something else. <laughs> right. Yeah, It's nothing like, you know, the Disney World event where you get to go down right. to the safari down there. It's actually Africa. It's weird. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> All right, folks. There you go. We got the... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Lauren Laughlin's college admission scandals is really having a fallout on her kids. Olivia Jade and Isabella have been kicked out of their sorority. Oh, oh yes. no. Word is that Kappa Kappa Gamma is trying to distance themselves from the situation of the college admission scandal. Fun fact, my sister's a Kappa. Her official word on the subject, as long as they don't kick out Meghan Markle, I don't care. Uh, meanwhile, Olivia has lost <laughs> a bunch of her influencer endorsement deals. But friends say Bella is the one who's actually suffering more emotionally. I can't believe that sorority actually gave up those monthly friendship fees. <laughs> is that what they call it? Friendship, call friendship it. fee. Yeah, exactly. Oh, those poor girls. Now they just have to fall back on their millions of dollars. Yeah. A former Scientologist claims that Tom Cruise has no relationship with his daughter, Suri, because the church forbids it. Suri's 13 now. She left Scientology when her mom, Katie Holmes, divorced Tom six years ago. And word is that because of official church policy, 
Pelosi. He's not allowed to have a relationship with her daughter. The church says that's not true. He can do whatever he wants. But when was the last time you saw them photographed together? That is true. I was having a conversation with Bethany the Mouth from the South the other day about this. And she said he straight up hasn't seen his that little girl nope. in years. No. Mm-hmm. And when he does, you know, he's obviously he's been promoting Top Gun 2 and stuff like that. Everybody in, in the interviews, they are forbidden to even think about bringing his daughter up. And I'm like, my God, this is your flesh and blood. Yeah. Well, I just don't get it. He put his uh, faith first. Well, what do let me, we know for sure? What if he's just really private? What if he does see her but just doesn't go out in public? I've heard he, I mean. There is no There's a reason yeah. he's told like during these interviews. Yeah. All these interviews are told, do not even think about bringing that up. Yeah, he you has know? a long list of uh do not pass lines yes. uh, on yes. for interviews. I've heard there's yeah. a big list you get of yeah. subjects you can yeah. talk about, and here's what you are cannot talk about. Right. Well, here's something that let someone who lets it all hang out all the time. Our buddy Luke Bryan and his wife Caroline uh, did a little vacation in the Bahamas. They went to a place called Pig Beach where you can actually swim with the pigs. They put up some videos, and I we have a little bit of these before we get there. Version. Since it is <laughs> since it is Shark Week, yes. This petrifies me that I'm about to play this clip because I just read a news story about people that were also in the Bahamas swimming with pigs when the uh-huh. massive shark came up <gasps> because the pigs are food to them. Sure. Oh, like yeah. the and straight up got like, part, a couple of family members because they were also swimming with pigs. So you're saying that Luke Bryan could have lost his billion-dollar booty to a shark? That's a possibility, Claire. Oof. Let's see. <laughs> but... You might say maybe there's a lot of people that love to take a bite out of that thing. Yeah, well, that uh, that's true. Okay. What? We're swimming with the pigs. It's terrible. That's sweet. You need to get your back feet working. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we just waited 10 minutes for that for that audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It sounded a little like deliverance at the beginning there. <laughs> about you guys, but I'm, I got the heebie-jeebies. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Every single Friday, my uh, my buddy Drew and I, we talk about the movies. First of all, I want to say uh, welcome in the studio right now. You know, you've probably heard her the past couple of months, but Claire from Sales has been jumping in with us, and now we have her right in front of us. So thank you, Claire, for being here. Ryder the Young and our brand new assistant producer, thank you so much for being here. And uh, I actually met Drew like about 14 something years ago. It increases the years to get longer. Every, yeah. every year we go ahead, it goes up two years. I think. <laughs> but I met him in a hot tub. And uh, I, I noticed I'm like, this dude with a, with a Marine tattoo was staring at me. And I'm like, okay, what's up here? I don't know what's going on with this. But he just kept looking at me. I said, what's up, man? And then we start talking about movies. And, and, I, and I literally said, you have got to be the movie guy on my show. So since then, he's been doing it. Now he's a real-life movie critic. He gets to see the movies before anyone else. So movie number one drew a ticket or skip it. Well, this week it's one and only one. This is the new Hollywood thing. You only get one big movie a week or so. Uh, this wow. week it's a big one. It's Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Not only is the title huge, it's a huge movie because these Fast and Furious movies just keep getting bigger and crazier and more ridiculous and more over the top. And, and, more, th- and make more money. And make every single Fast and Furious movie has made more money than the one before it. Huh. That's why they keep making them. They just keep growing. This is the first... Uh, you might call it an anthology. You might call it a spinoff. This is the first time that the movies have had... Actually, it's the second time they've had nothing to do with Vin Diesel and that gang. This is all about two characters that were previously 
I guess, bad guys or so opponents. Like, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez and Paul Walker and all these people, they're not even brought up again? Well, they're, they're I wouldn't say they weren't brought up, but oh, they aren't okay. in the movie really as main characters. You, you, what you've got is Hobbs, that's The Rock's character, and you've got Shaw, that's Jason Statham's character. These guys were both bad guys. Hobbs was a bad guy because he was the, the federal agent chasing him down, and Shaw's a bad guy because he's a bad guy. So is this like if Disney made Gaston and LeFou their own movie? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes, if Gaston and LeFou flew trucks from one building to another, because okay. that's what happens. That's the kind of stuff going on here. It's nuts. It's, there's so much like bravado, muscle man stuff, but it's what you go for. This is a summer movie. You want to go see ridiculous explosions and cars action and cars flying, flying okay. doing impossible <laughs> physics-defying stuff. Yes. Uh, name of this movie? Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Ticket or skip it? Definite ticket. All right. Now, obviously, because there's only one movie coming out this weekend, will you give us something to binge watch this weekend? Something that we could Netflix and chill it if we have to this weekend? I will. I just started this myself. It's the show called The Boys. Yeah. It is a superhero program. Ryder knows what I'm talking about. Actually, Ryder turned me on to it. Tell me about it, Ryder. It's actually, so it's uh, written by a comic book writer named Garth Ennis, and it takes place in a world where basically superheroes are like the Kardashians. (gasps) Yes, that's good. That's it. They can get away with anything. They can cause accidents and not get blamed for it. But there's a group of people who decided enough is enough, and they're going after all of them. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, every single Friday, we talk about the movies with Drew. You can find them on Instagram at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. It's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. For Friday, August 2nd, 2019, and wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, maybe your smart speaker, let us know what you picked up from our show. Before I tell you what I learned, I'd also like to tell you that uh, if you missed anything today, like, oh my gosh, makeup or breakup or or anything like that, you could always check out our PAB. That's the podcast after the broadcast. Available right now, followfits.com or anywhere you even get your podcast. Mm-hmm. You could literally just type in, like, the Fit Show. Boom! Delivered to you every single day, just like that. I learned that I am very worried about Luke Bryan right now because he has been in the Bahamas swimming with pigs. I happen to know that it's Shark Week, and a couple of weeks ago, some sharks attacked people who were also, what? Swimming with pigs. So when I hear that one of our biggest stars in the format is also swimming with pigs in the Bahamas during Shark Week, a little concerned. I feel like you have right to be. Thank, thank you. Yeah, you're a good man, Fitz, for showing your concern. Right. Is there anything I could do? Is there anything I could do about it? Uh, no. 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 Awareness. You're worried that he's on vacation in the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. The Bahamas is great. Mm-hmm. I've been there the one time on my senior uh, trip. Mm-hmm. That's where we went. We went to Nassau and Freeport for my senior trip. Wow. Never got to swim with any pigs. Dang. Yeah. If only. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Drew, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned uh, during makeup or breakup that going vegan could cost you a relationship. Wow. Yes. You have to so, go back and listen to it today. Followfits.com if you have a chance. Something about lacking protein seems to make people more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Was that an insult toward vegans, Drew? Yeah. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> Claire, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned on the Fitz Files that a college might not kick you out after your parents cheated to get you in, 
but a sorority will. That's how they get you. <laughs> they draw a hard line. That's how they get you. Do not mess with Kappa Kappa yeah. Gamma. <laughs> what do we say? They, they're completely cutting off the friendship fee now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay to be our friend anymore. <laughs> and Ryder, the youngin' man, what'd you pick up from the Friday show? Oh, I learned that there's simple things that you can do to make yourself seem a little bit more attractive. So there's hope for me yet. Oh, come on, dude. Oh, You're straight no. up sexy. Everybody's talking about Ryder the Young. Oh, and don't you say, don't don't you do that to yourself. You really think so? Yes. Oh, thank you. All right. Uh, with that, uh, thank you, everybody, for an unbelievable Friday show. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. Stay in touch with us on social media. And uh, we'll see you Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Oh, hang on. Yeah, I, I got to go anyway. My mom's here to pick me up, so... My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! the end of today's professional broadcast of the fit show did you miss some of the show today no worries for all things fits and to check out today's pab the podcast after the broadcast just go to followfits.com.